Coming up on this episode of the Unusable Podcast. Everything's a lie. Blinded by old software. David gets trapped in a museum. (laughs) Well, I I got out. (laughs) Eventually. Welcome to the Unusable Podcast, where we discuss the importance of user experience and, uh, and sausages. That didn't work, did it? Shall I start again? We can um, talk about sausages if you, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Unusable Podcast, where we discuss the importance of user experience in technology and the world around us, and talk about great design that just works, or moan about it when it doesn't. Whoa. Hello. Hello, David. Uh, how, how are you? Uh, how are I'm you? all right, thanks. Do you want to introduce yourselves, and then, then I'm going to tell you about something that's possibly annoying... But I wanted to. Well, I'm not sure. I want you to tell me if this is something that's that's annoying. Oh, okay. Well, that that's a bit of a teaser, isn't it? Like, right. So uh, Ex- exactly. <laughs> I I am Andrew Waite, and I am CEO of a software product. I'm David Ball. I'm a front end web and app developer. Okay. So what I was going to tell you is that so the the other week uh, we were going on holiday. So I was driving a fair distance, and um, so we wanted to find a uh, a cafe on the way just for a little coffee. So I wanted to find a, a, a coffee shop. And so I had a look on Google Maps and I thought, oh, yeah, this, this place here is, is ideal. It's not too far off the motorway, easy to get to, says it's open. Um, but then I thought, oh, it's around about five o'clock-ish time. Maybe it's going to close soon. I'll check the opening hours. And I had, so I had a look on, um, on Google Maps and it said closes at 9, 9 p.m. So I thought, brilliant, it's open for ages. But then I thought, whoa, hang on, maybe like, I've been burnt by this before. So I thought, well, I'll go and have a look on their website, just in case Google's got the wrong information. So I had a look at their their website, their official website, and it said, yep, yeah, definitely open till nine. As opposed yeah. to their unofficial website, how how many like places do you know, <laughs> <laughs> coffee shops do you know that the, have an, an unofficial website? <laughs> the, the fan website, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the coffee shop just off the motorway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, so it definitely was open until nine. I mean, that was the information that was very clear. We got there and the lady's like, oh, no, we're closing in five minutes. So you can't. We've turned the coffee machine off already. So nope. And I thought, well, they're just lying to me. That information was very easy to find, but it was the wrong information. And then that, that kind of started a series of other events where I thought that I was just being lied to and I just don't even know what's I don't know what's real anymore I don't know what the truth is about anything because if if information that we're being told is not true then I mean what is I mean this this is getting really serious now like we're in danger of we're in danger of going like well deep for the unusual podcast into like politics and stuff here <laughs> if we're not careful which is I think a bit heavy yeah but this is just this is how life is so next day we went to a museum, went to an aircraft museum. And in this aircraft museum, all the, um, there's a series of hangars and you go through the doors to get to the next one. And then, so it was in one hangar and I thought, well, where do I go next? There's a door there. I mean, obviously the, I know where I came from, but there was a, a door in front of me. But it said on the door, fire door, keep closed at all times. And I thought, oh, can't open that then, can I? Keep, keep closed. <laughs> at all times <laughs> so I thought oh it must be another way so I was looking around trying to find another way and then somebody went through the door only you would take that kind of message literally 
But this is what I was wondering about. Is that right? Is it only me? Because I'm just I'm just looking at the information there and I'm following the instructions perfectly. I th- I'm just th- in my mind the information is wrong. But you were thinking that my perception of it is wrong. Well, I- so if you saw a door that said keep closed at all times, you would you would open it, yeah? And that would be fine and normal. <laughs> I mean, when you put it like this, it's, it's one of those things <laughs> It's one of those things I've never questioned. But I feel like if I read that, my instant interpretation of it would mean just don't prop it open, you know, don't don't hold it open. Like it's a fire door, so it has to stay closed when you're not going through it. But but it's a door, right? Someone has it to go closed through it at-, at all times. All times. Yeah. Okay, so how would you phrase it better? How would you phrase it better? That that's less confusing. How would I phrase that better? Oh, okay, okay. I would uh sort of say don't keep it open too long. <clears throat> <laughs> just fire door I would just say open c- it for a bit <laughs> a bit that, that, that's more ambiguous how long's a, a bit, bit? <laughs> how long's a bit <laughs> well yeah okay but at least you're saying that it can be open for a short amount I would of time say, I would say something along the lines of fire door close immediately after using close Opening. Close it. <laughs> close immediately after after walking. Opening? No, no, no. Because you'd open walking it through. You're, you're being you very go, specific. I know. I close, close, close behind you. Close behind you. Yeah, that's that's a nice way of putting it. Nice, yeah, friendly way. That makes sense, it. actually. Close this door behind you. That sounds like a good sign. Uh, a good. Yeah, fire door. Close it? this door behind you. There you. Go. We've solved the world's problems again on the unusual podcast. Right. Next. Next. Next problem. Right. Next, <laughs> went, went to a cafe on the door. So there was two doors you can. <laughs> the door said, uh, "Guide dogs only." <laughs> <laughs> now even I can figure this one out. Was there a separate pedestrian entrance for humans? Or <laughs> I was looking for the humans only door, <laughs> only for guide dogs. <laughs> now. I can figure that one out. But I do wonder, you know, uh, if you're giving instructions like that, how many people are going to are gonna follow it to the T? Oh, another one. Another one. So um, this was back during like COVID times when, when all the restaurants seemed to go crazy on the signage. Uh, there was a sign outside this one restaurant that's near us that says, wait here. And so I went there and I waited there. <laughs> and uh, after a while, somebody came out and like, you, you can just you can just go in, you know. I was like, oh. Well, why is there a sign saying wait here then? So I was just waiting there like a bit of a like a bit of a plonker. I wonder if you're a little bit too ob- obedient because I do think if you go around your life looking at every sign and and just taking it at face value, you yeah, it's just too obedient. I think you, I think you're a, I think you're your own master. Yes, you got to make your you're own decisions. Right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Each of those things, yes, I, I know. <laughs> I can figure out. I can figure out that. I mean, I figured out that the door you could go you could go through. But I mean, it did throw me for for a fair while. But which of the instructions do we do we pay attention to, and which ones do we not? Because if you're driving and there's a sign that says you know the speed limit, or there's a sign that says no entry, or something like that, you have to. You 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 have well, to. Well, I don't think, I think necessarily pay attention to well, it. Well, I'm not su- legally I'm unless, not sure unless it's in a car park. That's though. <laughs> true. Like, I would break the rules on the road if I thought it was appropriate to do so. Does that make me a rebel and a rule breaker? Well, you're literally admitting that you are a rule breaker. Yeah. 
Okay, so so for example, I will generally speaking obey the speed limit. I'm a pretty pretty um, you know I don't like going over the speed limit, but you know if I was to overtake, start overtaking someone, for example, and I saw right. an oncoming vehicle and I knew that for my own safety I needed to floor it to get past that vehicle, and that meant breaking the speed limit. I'm not going to just sit there, am I doing not exceeding the speed limit and just have a head-on collision with another car? Like I think you have to use your own judgment. Well, no, you you, you break safely. But okay, you, you will obey speed limits. Obviously, we all we all have to most of the time. But I still apply my own judgment. I'm not a robot. Yeah, I'm not a robot, am I? We're not robots. No, of course. But um, speed cameras don't don't care. Speed cameras don't have a concept of nuance. They know that if you're if you're breaking the law, you're breaking the law. There's no. It's it's very black and white. True, but I bet if you got a speeding ticket and you could actually. There was actually a legitimate reason for you speeding. You could probably explain it away and not not get fined. I yeah, would think. maybe. I'm sure that's rare. I'm sure that's rare. But if you did have a legitimate, excuse... but anyway, speed, speeding is is not really the uh, good enough example. What if what if there's a sign that said um, you have to take the next e- exit, or a sign that said why would I have a reason to disobey that? Uh, maybe it's written in maybe it's written in Comic Sans. Would you uh, would you obey it? If it was a road sign written in Comic Sans, <laughs> yeah, would. would you? Of course, I would. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I I break the rules for the sake of breaking the rules. I'm just saying that I use my own brain and my own judgment. And if if a sign is clearly telling me to do something that isn't in my best interests, then I'm going to disobey that. Which I think is right. You know, if you if you can't just be a, a zombie following the rules all the time. I agree with that, but I do think that that makes it very confusing which rule, which signs to follow and which ones not to. So you you like it to be black and white? No, I just like things to be accurate. If there's a, a sign on a shop window that says open, I'd like it to be open. Or if it was closed, it would be closed. Can I can I can I tell you about one of my pet hates? I, I quite often end up um, setting alarms off in in shops. Um, oh my so God. I don't know if you've been to one of the like. There's certain shops where you you go in and the only way to get out is through a checkout. Do you know those kinds of shops? Oh, like yeah. one of them is Aldi, where you yeah. go in, yeah. And if you decide you browse and you decide you don't want to buy anything, you're not permitted to leave without going by a checkout because uh, they've not built into the process the concept that anyone might possibly not want to buy something yeah. so what i will usually do is just find the easiest way to leave and leave but quite often that means going through a barrier that says no entry and i'll set <laughs> I'll, I'll, I've, I've set alarms off before and i'm just like i don't care like you can't trap setting the alarm off because it's like an alarmed barrier that says no entry oh right okay oh so you are literally going through something yeah that says but i'm no like entry. what am i supposed to do i don't want to buy anything i i, I can't work out how to get out i'm just going to go yeah. through the no entry sign and that sometimes sets an alarm off. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, okay. I, I don't... What are they going to do? They can't hold me against my will in the shop until I buy something. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> uh, and I don't really care if they want, you know, yeah, if they want to get stroppy about it. It's... Um, so, yeah, I, I, I use my own judgment. I, I'm not... Generally speaking, I'm not a rule breaker. In fact, I'm the opposite. I'm probably probably too obedient, if anything. But, yeah. Except for all these instances that you've given very clearly today that, of the rules that you break. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I'm allowed to break rules, but other people aren't. That's that's the truth. That is absolutely <laughs> not true. So I found this. This was actually posted in February 2022. So it's about two people, I think maybe three people actually, and they are blind. So um, 
the, the title of the article is Their Bionic Eyes Are Now Obsolete and Unsupported. Okay. So it's about these, these people who have had some technology fitted, some quite advanced technology, um, giving them the power of sight or a kind of a rudimentary um, kind of sight by the sound, sounds of it. But, I mean, if you are, if you're totally blind, then, uh, then I mean, anything's better than nothing, isn't it? Um, and so I uh, can't find the name of the, the company here. In fact, maybe I shouldn't say the name of the company. But what had happened, so the, these people have got this, this kind of retinal implant and that allows them to see, I think it's, it's like light, light and dark. Uh, and they receive updates to this, this, this implant, okay. just like you receive updates to your, to your phone or your computers or whatever. But the thing is that the company behind it has just disappeared. They've just kind of gone bust. And, um, and I don't think the company was particularly very good in the first place. And so now they're kind of stuck with this thing that is it's not just technology that they've bought it's technology that is literally implanted into their heads uh, and they're they're not going to receive any updates for it and if it well one person said that it powered down completely and it's never come back on uh, another person said his is working fine but he knows that well if it goes wrong he's got nobody nowhere to take it he's got no i mean what what's he going to do if the company that, that built it is no longer around then what are you going to do so I just thought that this is a kind of interesting thing about redundancy and technology. I mean, that's awful, um, though, isn't it? You've you've paid. I mean, I assume they paid. Is this an American thing, or is it? Would it have been funded by a health service? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, does it? Let me find out. I think it is American. Yes. So um, the lady in question was uh, on a New York City subway during rush hour when her world <clears> abruptly <throat> went dark. Uh, she used a high-tech implant. She's been using it for four years. It gave her a crude kind of bionic vision, partially compensating for the genetic disease that had rendered her completely blind in her 30s. Um, yeah, and it just kind of went beep, 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 and then turned off. And <laughs> Just imagine how awful that would be. <laughs> You're walking around and suddenly, suddenly you can't oh, see. genuinely awful. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. I, f- I feel like this is a problem of our ever-increasingly connected world to be honest um and and i don't i don't mean yeah. to because because genuinely that sounds horrific and i don't mean to trivialize it but i have a similar thing with um with games consoles where like so i've i've got mm-hmm. an, an old nintendo i've got a nintendo 64 and like it's now yeah. 26 years old uh since that came out 96 i think it came out and i can still just plug the cartridge in turn it on and it works because it doesn't rely on anything external right it just you just plug it in turn it on and it works obviously you do need a tv that's able to support whatever video output it has but it, it works right and i was thinking about this the other day like my modern xbox i've got an xbox one which isn't the latest i know that's like a bit dated now but i've got an xbox one and i was thinking to myself in 20 in 26 yeah. years time you know every t- time i turn the xbox one on it does an update it calls home to like check that the license is valid and all that kind of stuff like in 26 years, like there's no way that an Xbox One's still going to work, and it and it's kind of like yeah, I just think that's interesting. Like this ever connected world that we have, relying on a company continuing to support your thing for it to function. I think that's a bit of a. I mean, c- cars are yeah. the same actually. Like yeah. you know, I've got an old van, as you know, like an 80s van, and it's just it works. It's a thing. Whereas like yeah, I can just imagine modern cars. Imagine if 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 a modern car breaks and it's 30 years old, and yeah, it's all software, isn't it? No one supports the software anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then, I mean, okay, on the flip flip side of this, if you think about the company that's supporting this te- this technology, mm-hmm. the technology of the car or the technology of the the implants for these these people that allow them to see. I mean, if they're not making the right kind of money out of it, then they've got to support people's wages. They've got to pay for this technology. They can't be expected to um, provide support forever. But but does it... Okay, but you know that you said it doesn't work anymore, but what, what about it required support from the company, right? So was it built in a fundamentally flawed way that meant in order for it to function, it had to, I don't know, like call home or something to work? Or is it just that it broke and people were stuck because they couldn't get it fixed? I feel like that's slightly different. You know, was it a bad design decision or was it just that they unfortunately bet on a product that, you know, the company went bankrupt? So the reason why I'm not mentioning any names and uh, of the people <clears throat> or the company is because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> okay. But for for the, the one example was that a lady, it, it, it powered down because it broke and then one okay. other person said that it was still working but he was assuming that at some point it just it will it will just break at, at some point i i can only imagine it's like running an old version of android or something like if you i mean if it, it's probably fine to run an old version of any operating system unless something goes wrong in which case you're kind of a bit buggered aren't you yeah that's true Fine. Have you heard of a McLaren F1 car? Uh, uh, like, racing it, car. Car. Fast car. It, yeah, it, it held the speed record for a, a long time. It was the fastest like production car you could buy, and it has gold in the engine bay, uh, as if you need gold? that. Gold? But yeah, it apparently it reflect, reflects heat better, I think. Okay, fine. Or something like that. Anyway... It, by the by, they, they were, came out in the they came out in the nineties, and in their day, they had quite sophisticated computer software on them, and you had to have a very particular type of like I don't know, it'd be like Windows ninety five laptop or something to plug into it in order to like service it, right? You know, like a modern car has computers on it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But but obviously, in order to you know, these cars are worth a lot of money. They're worth you know you know even now they'll be probably worth millions, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, in order to keep supporting them, the, they still have to have this like fleet of like creaking Windows 95 laptops. And if they, <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? If if they die, you can't yeah. go and just get another Windows 95 laptop to to continue to support it because obviously the software they wrote originally, McLaren to su- to support it, would have been for Windows 95. So that's a good. Yeah, point. It, it's like, what do you do with when things like that become uh, obsolete? Your 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 story just reminded me of uh, when. Do you remember going to that racetrack, uh, the the go kart that we went to? Hmm. There's me, you, and lots of other people. Was it for your? Maybe it's for your stag do. I can't remember. And uh, so we had these uh, scoreboards up on the uh, uh, like around the track, so that you could see who was in who's in first place and like your lap times and all that sort of stuff. And this was not too long ago that we went, but I swear it was running DOS, wasn't it? It was all like text. It was just text. Oh, probably, probably, yeah. No yeah. graphics, and I just imagine that being run from some really, really old computer, and that the company probably just not even know where to start to uh, to to replace it. Like if that went wrong, they'd be like, "Oh my god, we need an expert in Windows 3.1." <laughs> yeah, it better just keep working. I remember yeah. you just reminded me of something. I used to work when I was younger. I had a um, summer job um, at Toys R Us. Toys R Us. That that one, yeah. They. Um... It's a magical place. We're on our way there. <laughs> With Toys, Toys of a million. million, all under one all roof. Under one roof. It's called. It's called Toys R Us. Right. What's your story? A musical podcast. Um, 
yeah. Anyway, so they trained me up on how to do finance applications for for, uh, for people. So they'd come in and want to buy like a, like a laptop because they sold a, you know a few bits of electronics as well. Uh, so yeah. people would come in and buy a laptop, and it'd be a thousand pounds or whatever, and they'd want to do a finance application. And the computer to do the finance application on was like you just said, it was like some old DOS computer, which even that you know we're talking about Windows XP days, so. It, mm-hmm. it was old, right? It was a really old, like, antiquated sort of system that, you know, it didn't even have a mouse, right? You navigated around the screen using the F keys and, like, up and down yeah. and left and right and stuff to do these finance applications. And I remember everyone would complain about it, about how rubbish it was. And eventually they said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. We've replaced it. We've upgraded it. We're, we're going to give you a modern Windows computer. And so they took this old computer away and they bought in this Windows computer. And <laughs> do, you, do you know do you know what it did? It basically, it was a Windows computer, but when you started it up, you had to open a program, which basically just in a window did exactly, the, had the old system it just running. just emulated the old one. <laughs> yeah. Just, it was just an emulator. In an, emu- in an emulator in a window. So, <laughs> so they hadn't really improved anything about the experience. It was just now running emulated on a modern computer. I mean, maybe that was less of an admin headache. Uh, when another version of Windows came out, what did they do? Just run an emulator that ran the first emulator? <laughs> so it's just emulators, emulators all the way down. <laughs> you know, under, underneath, it's just like an old, I don't know, like an old Atari or something at the lowest level. Uh, just emulated oh. up, running on yeah. like this most sophisticated hardware. Like emulator yeah. inception. <laughs> um, t- talking about about products becoming obsolete though and, and again I, I feel like i need to stress because that, that story is that you brought up it's 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 genuinely really sad isn't it and i and i, I feel like i need to stress yeah, that all the other stuff we're talking about seems incredibly trivial by comparison you know people have literally lost their sight because yeah. a company ended support for something and that, I, I feel like i need to really stress that yeah. that whatever i'm saying here is not trivializing um trivializing that but yeah, there was a couple of other things about obsolescence causing problems for people that I was going to mention. Um, there was a big story about Sonos, wasn't there? Do you remember this? They ended support for their Sonos. older speakers. See, Sonos oh, the, the speaker company. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. What happened? They, they it, it seemed to be a big deal. Or like they... Uh... <clears throat> well, okay. So, so yeah, they basically said we're not going to ha- uh, support these old speakers anymore. But does that mean that they're going to instantly stop working? I don't know. I, I, without reading into it, I'm not 100% sure. But oh, they said that they'd give 30% off to people to buy a new one. But I think the important part, point is that, you know, it's a speaker. It doesn't, you know, it, its primary job is to, to output audio. It may still have been, you know, it sounded fine and been functional. functional and yet yeah. it had to go into landfill. It had to be binned, basically, because because the company wouldn't wouldn't support it anymore or allow support for it. Which I think is a is a bit of a shame. It's not the same for a lot it, it, of our technology, like old true. laptops, old phones, things like that. True. It's not the hardware that's failing in most of the cases. It's that the software is just too old and unsupported. I know, but that didn't used to be the case, did it? I mean, like I said to you a minute ago, I've got a, a 1985 van. It still works exactly as it did when it was new because it doesn't have any software. It's uh, it's all just mechanical. Um, yeah, maybe. And I'm not saying I think that this the, has you know, been happening since the dawn of time, though. I reckon, like the first caveman to get an axe to like make himself an axe would then someone else would come along and go, "Hey, look, I've got a better axe, axe 2.0, better than yours. You've got to upgrade." Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, but the important part is that an axe as a physical item is going to just keep working, isn't it? Like, as long as it's sharp true. and it, it's physically fine, it, it doesn't matter if axe version 16 comes out. Axe version 1 works just as well. But the the so problem with these so- products, that, products that are driven so much by software and also products that are driven, you know, by the cloud, where in order to function, they have to, con- to contact a cloud service. As soon as that cloud service goes away, they stop working. In fact, I can tell you about, oh God, this makes me sound, this is going to make me sound like a proper tinfoil hat wearer. But right. a genuine concern for me is that services like Netflix and things will go away. So let me <laughs> yeah. take a step back a second. So so like 10 20 years ago everyone had like a collection of dvds or whatever right it was physical media and even if you know the internet went away you could still watch your dvds you still had your own media these days i don't know anyone that has a dvd collection i don't know anyone that has like a movie collection or anything like that because people just go oh i'll just stream it i'll just get it on netflix i'll just get it on yeah but but that's totally reliant on again that company continuing to provide that service it's reliant on the fact that you can afford to pay for that service and i just i hate that short termism i don't like it um so i still buy dvds yeah. i still have a it sounds like a weird tinfoil hat wearing thing all right old man <laughs> i've got my video i've gone to blockbusters <laughs> <laughs> I've just got, I thought we could segue very perfectly from that into uh, an email that was sent to us by Adrienne Grace, who, uh, uh, shall I read the whole thing? I'll just summarise it. So they said that uh, in the US, PBS is a public broadcast service, which has a ton of programming. Is is that what it stands for? You said PBS, public, public PBS is, is is a public broadcast service, but literally they're the letters PBS. Is, is, that what it the, is the public broadcast service? I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go anyway, on. they've got a ton of programming that they like to watch, so um, we use their streaming service on our TV quite a lot and shows that have several episodes and several seasons. The complaint, the interface automatically brings you to the first episode of the most recent season, unlike something sorry, like Netflix, which picks you right up where you left off. So... I mean, yeah, you, you don't want to skip to the straight to the latest season, but I suppose it it, de- it depends. If you're watching a, a crime drama, like I, I was watching a crime drama one time, and uh, for some reason there was a, a weird glitch, and it skips the first episode and starts on ep- on episode two, and the very first scene is like a recap, and it showed what the main character just being killed immediately, and so that when when I thought. Oh, hold on a minute. I've not seen this. I'm going to have to watch uh, episode one now. And so it totally wasn't a surprise when that character just got offed in a, oh, in a gory way. So annoying. However, so though, mm. however, it's completely different if you wanted to watch the news or if you wanted to watch, I don't know, uh, a, a current panel show or something like that. Maybe a oh, panel I see, because you, you, you Like a you panel show based on, based on the news, something like that. You might want it to, to be the latest. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about this before, but you don't want to watch series one of the news, do you? It's just, you don't, you know, <laughs> all that through. It's just a bit annoying. I mean, somebody might, somebody might. Somebody might, yeah. You really, really get a good grasp of what's going on. 
the one that bugs me on some of the streaming apps in the UK, the ones that are ad supported, is they obviously force you to watch the ads, which is, I guess, understand. It's annoying but understandable, right? They want to get their ad revenue. That's, that's how they're but it, what's yeah. but what's annoying is if you sometimes like either they'll glitch or you will accidentally like quit the app or something, and then it makes you rewatch the ads again. Do you know what I mean? Or like oh maybe you stop yeah. you, you stop you stop watching it. And you come back the next day and you have to work, watch a whole new set of ads. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't... I just hate that. That just bugs me. Most infuriating website of the podcast. So I was trying to book a, a train ticket on a train website and the cookie consent that popped up, it, it, you know how it usually gives you I accept the cookies or decline the cookies? Both those options were just completely blank. So I couldn't press any of them. Most infuriating website of the podcast. So famously, the company that makes things that um, they then drop support for is Google, right? Google has a reputation for launching products and services and then just kind of just going, ah, actually, nah, I can't be bothered anymore. Um, have you heard of the website killedbygoogle.com? Oh, let's go through some of those. I forget. Yeah. Is this going to be so a three-hour podcast? Whole, oh, I don't know. I think I feel like, yeah, we could uh, could be here a long time. There's lots and lots of things on there. Um, oh, I've just Googled for it, but the website's not working. Maybe that was a Google website. What? Killedbygoogle.com. <laughs> <laughs> so things that have been axed. Uh, I mean, there's obvious ones. Google Plus, Google Buzz. Hangouts. Yeah. Uh, did anyone uh, ever use Angular JS? Wait, what? Whoa, that's where they axed oh, okay. it. Okay. Uh, Google Wave. Google Wave was so hyped up. It was so weird. What? The Google Home Max was killed. Is that just because? Is that surely you can still use it if you got one? <laughs> you just you find it out just right now that the technology that you've literally got has has been. Uh, uh, oh, this is this is one that irritated me. This is one that irritated me. Google Play Music. I used to really like Google Play Music. I thought it was much better than Spotify. Uh, maybe that's a weird yeah. thing to say. But they axed it and they replaced it with YouTube Music and it's nowhere near as good. It's absolute rubbish. Well, that's fine. That really it's fine. irritated me. use that all the time. It's good. No. The Google Play Music was better. It just had a nicer UI. But maybe mm. I'm just maybe I'm just uh, stuck in the mud. I sound like a sound like a old footy duddy, don't I? Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, Google Plus. Uh... Chromecast Audio. Oh, so many things that they've just. Oh, Chrome, right. Chromecast Audio was brilliant. Is that definitely yeah. been like discontinued then? So yeah, that's Chromecast, and you know that like which Chromecast is so, brilliant, but it's Chromecast for your speakers. Yeah, so so if you didn't want a smart smart speaker, you just wanted like an old, you know, you've got an old good set of speakers that you wanted to keep. You could upgrade them to be smart with this little little dongle. Yeah, and used ones. So even though they don't sell them anymore, I think it does still work. So. But yeah, used ones are really expensive. If you go on eBay, they're like quite expensive to buy because they're Ooh, in demand, yeah. right? People want yeah, because it's you can't get them anymore. Hmm. Uh, okay, well that was it. Anyway, I just wanted to. Uh, well, that was an interesting thing about thing you know dropping support. How can you mention dropping support without talking about Google? I've got some Twitter followers. Can I tell you about those? Oh yes, please, David. Okay, good. We have Miriam Isaac. Welcome in. Kasim Yababa. Welcome in. Oh, are you are you saying? Hello. Right. Okay. Fine. Uh, Rachel Ferguson. Welcome in. Moritz Mann. Welcome in. Jonathan Adams. Welcome in. Rebecca B. Leakley. Welcome in. And Nina Gerling. Welcome in. I'm probably offending anyone that can properly speak German there. 
Of course is it, you is are. it Willkommen? Willkommen? I don't know. I don't know. I, tr- I tried anyway. I tried. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. Tried. I'm sure you'll get an email. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's. I think there's quite a lot of people who speak German. Please, it's not a niche language. Please send your disgruntled emails to David at. <laughs> 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 I'm sure people can't tell us a, tell us apart anyway. So yeah, you can you can have all the disgruntled emails. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bad usability usability nightmares. nightmares. Horrendous lag. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to start? Right. So recently bought a new fridge, David, from a website. Doesn't really matter which one. From a website. Um, Yeah, but it's a big fridge, right? Um, In fact, fact, I'll I'll tell you something about this. Do you know know an American fridge freezer? Yeah. Do you know what they're called in America? I think in America, they probably just call them, they call them fridge freezers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we, apparently... we we call anything that's like massive and excessive an American style fridge freezer. Well, not not anything. Not anything. No. It has to be has to a be fridge, fridge freezer. freezer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so bought this bought this big fridge fridge freezer, and when we went to check out, it said, "Would you like free delivery, where we'll drop it off outside your door, or do you yeah. want to pay thirty pounds for our bulky item delivery, where we will bring it inside to the room of your choosing and we'll take the packaging away?" Now I was pounds. so I thought that's a lot of money. I, I reckon I can carry a fridge inside. I think it'll be fine. Uh, and I was saying to my wife, like, no, let's just let's just save the money. We'll manage it. It's fine. Um, whereas she said, no, right. no, no, they take the rubbish away. They take the rubbish away. We, we, we want the th- service. So I reluctantly, I will say reluctantly, um, agreed to pay the thirty pounds for the bulky item delivery charge. So anyway, they oh, then good. sent me a sent me a message to say that they would be delivering this fridge freezer between 6am and 10am and I on, on, on a bank holiday so this is bank holiday Monday in the UK where nobody's at work it's like oh, everyone has a lie well, you want, everyone you has want a to lie. lie in yeah yeah and they sent me a text message saying <laughs> not the we'll people delivering fish freezers yeah well I actually I actually assumed it was an error because I was like surely they mean like between 6pm and 8pm or something like they're not actually going to turn up because imagine how early they must have to get up to like load the van and set off because they were coming from yeah. Leicester, which is about an hour an hour away. They must have set off yeah. at like okay. five. I don't, anyway, so yeah, they. Um, right. That's they, all they part did of service. Up, they want they about thirty pounds. <laughs> they showed up at half past six in the morning on a bank holiday with this fridge freezer. Blimey. Right. Okay. And to get it into the house for their thirty pounds, <laughs> they had to remove one of our house doors. They had to remove oh, what? <laughs> yeah, they had to remove the doors from the fridge freezer itself. So they had, and and this is a fridge freezer with an ice maker and a and a water dispenser on the front. So they had to remove the doors of the fridge freezer on my driveway at half past six in the morning on a bank holiday, uh, and they remove the doors of my house <laughs> to get the fridge freezer into the house into the correct room, and then they reassembled everything back together again. And after they'd gone, my How wife big just looked. Is this thing? It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty big. Can you get in it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, you could definitely get in it. I reckon. Okay. I, I reckon. Okay. Yeah, may on the fridge side, but not the freezer side. Right. Okay. Let me try. Is that where you're gonna gonna go for? Uh, if there's a nuclear explosion, like uh, like Indiana in, Jones. No. No. <laughs> what is it? Does he get frozen in? No, that's Star Wars, isn't it? Frozen in. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean in Indiana Jones, where there's a like a, a, oh. a nuke goes off, and so he gets in the fridge. Does he? And he's fine. <laughs> is that is that a proven technique, or is that just Hollywood? 
I, I've, I've no idea. Anyway, yeah, my wife said to me, she was like, uh, can you imagine what would have happened if we hadn't paid the £30? We'd have been we'd have been woken up at half past six in the morning on a bank holiday to a fridge freezer on our doorstep. And then we'd have been like, I mean, what would we have done? We'd have been like... Going, Meanwhile, the guys are we... just like waving as they're driving off. <laughs> just laughing. See ya! Yeah. <laughs> just what would we have done? What would we have done at like that hour of the day? Like, oh, I can just imagine now. I don't mean, I'll tell you what I'd have been doing. I'd still have been be outside, probably. I, I, I would have been phoning you up, Dave. Oh, I'd God. have been waking you up saying, come and help me with this fridge freezer. So, oh, yeah, yeah a good I'm job. I'm known for my strength, aren't I? I left <laughs> two of them. <laughs> oh, so what I was going to tell you about is, um, so I had to help my dad install Windows. He's got a brand new Windows laptop. And yeah. I, I've not used Windows in a while. I Does, did it, did, wait, did, wait did, did, it, did it not come with Windows installed on it already? Yeah, but when you first open it, it kind of it sets it all up. So, I mean, that's what I mean. Wait, hang on. Oh, like the, the setup yeah. phase. Yeah, so the setup phase. So it comes pre-installed with lots of stuff that's just a bit confusing. I mean, yeah. um, and I, I don't know how much to, to say about this, really, because I don't want to... I don't want to go on about it too much, but it's just a few things that are just a bit confusing. So um, Windows comes with a, a store now, the Microsoft Store. So, I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. not new for this version or anything. It's just that uh, it's just that they're, they're kind of pushing it as the, the way to install software. Just because I know in the past, if you want to install, install something, you used to have to go to a dodgy website and then it was full of ads. Um, I remember one time I was on the I was on the phone talking my dad through uh, through installing a certain piece of software like WinZip or something, and uh, and he's like, oh, do I click on the thing that says install? And I was like, yeah, yeah, click on the thing that says install. But what it, what he'd actually done is click a um, a banner advert that just had the word install in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. a yeah, yeah. You know, imagine a website. I'm kind yeah. of bi- blind to the to the adverts, but somebody who may, maybe not have that experience oh there's just all these uh these install buttons all over no but they 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 do don't they like those sorts of download websites where you're downloading something the adverts will all say like downloads will be like 10 download buttons on one page and your job is to try and hunt (laughs) out hunt out the accurate download button amongst the The ones that are just gonna yeah yeah, that are just gonna send you somewhere else to something else and it's always when it's something anyway hopefully that sort of thing is a yeah well, like, I mean, I like, like, or like game, game days. downloads, like game plugin downloads, or whatever. Like, it, yeah, they, it's always those but kind see, of sites. I seem to remember back in the old, back on like Windows XP days. I don't think you could get WinZip. I don't think it zipped. Um, yeah, I don't think WinZip came as standard on your computer, so you had to download it separately from some dodgy website or something like that. Anyway, now it's all through the uh, through the App Store. That's what that's what they uh, that's what they tell you. Anyway, first thing I want to install. Um, what's the first thing that you'd install on a brand new laptop? Me, a web browser. Exactly. So it comes with Edge. And Edge is probably fine, actually. But, but I asked my dad, what, what do you want to use? He wants to use Chrome. That's what he's used to. Have a look in the, uh, in the Microsoft Store. Chrome's not in there. So <laughs> immediately, the very first thing you want to install is not in the, uh, in the Microsoft Store. So, uh, yeah, but I, so d- I don't know if anything like the. We've had to sort of go off piste. I don't know if it's anything like the Apple one, but because uh, it's the Apple Store on, but apparently developers don't want to put their apps in there because as soon as you agree to it and you put your app in there, Apple then take a cut, right? And I'm assuming Microsoft does the same thing. So 
if Chrome put its yeah, app in yeah. the App Store, then Microsoft has some level of control, and it's that control they're trying to avoid yeah. giving away, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so also part of getting a new laptop, I kind of want to uninstall lots of stuff that doesn't need to be there to save space and also just because it's probably a bit confusing. Um, so removing a few things like office and stuff like that like office is way too expensive i think especially when there's free oh, versions yeah. available yeah so what, what i did what i noticed is for the average user this is probably a bit confusing because if you were to i know every operating system does this in a different way but on a mac you just go into applications and you delete it right it's as simple as that linux yeah. i think you do it through some sort of centralized application thing i think package manager normally but, or yeah yeah. yeah, but on Windows, you can't delete anything because there's like a billion files all over the system. So you can oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Add and remove programs. The, the registry. The registry, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And I thought that this would be simple now that they've got the, the App Store. So I'm, I'm doing a search throughout the uh, through the operating system for add remove programs. But what I notice is it's weirdly inconsistent because sometimes it's, it calls a program a program. Sometimes mm. it calls it an application, and sometimes it calls it an app. And for me, I know that all those three things are the same. But for somebody who maybe doesn't, they might be like, well, what's a program? Why is that different to an application? I've heard what an app is, because apps are on your phone. So, I mean, I think most people seem to know what an app is, but a program yeah. no, is just I, I what we used to call is, it. It is actually really important when you're doing microcopy to have consistency, I think, because what do you mean? It might be obvious copy? to well, as in just so you're doing the copy on your on your site or your program, whatever whatever you're building as an engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you have to use consistent terminology because if you say, you know, if you, if you if you alternate, people will get confused. I've I've had this multiple times. And then times they just get annoyed. Where, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I you know I'm I'm um, although I say consistency is important and it's something that I strive for. I have made mistakes before where I've used inconsistent terminology because it, it's obvious to me, but to, to other people it's not. And you get a report from someone saying, well, where's the button that does that? And you go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, obviously you don't, yeah, it's not obvious to you that that's the same thing and you, yeah, you fix it. Okay, so we've, we, we've learned a lot in this episode, Andrew. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do the, the, the final thoughts. David's <laughs> final thoughts. So w- what we've learned is... If you're making software, you've got to be consistent with your naming. You've got to uh, make sure that you keep people updated and don't uh, don't pull their software out from under them, especially if they're blind and they're relying on your software. Yeah. What else we learnt? Um, If you buy a fridge freezer online, pay for the optional extra delivery. (laughs) 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 Absolutely. Right. That that kind of advice you will not get on any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, then now we can end the podcast. So that is the end of the podcast. If you've seen or used something unusable recently, we want to hear about it. You can email us at podcast at com, and we're on Twitter at unusablepodcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed this there's plenty more the last episode we talked about Jacob's Law and we also have some unusual t-shirts and hoodies available to buy on the website podcast.theunusable.com music is by gold5472 
Please leave a review for us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already so you'll get a notification about the next one. And that's it until next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.